This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. JList.com has all new hentai doujinshi available. If you like Fate Grand Order, Grand Blue Fantasy, Gundam, Kantai Collection, Love Live, Madoka Magica, ReZero, SSSS.Gridman, Vocaloid, or a litany of other properties, you can grab some hentai doujinshi over at JList.com. It is also your home for doujinshi as well as other goods. And you'll be supporting the podcast as well with your visit. It's now time to start the podcast. Dude, 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 we are... Dude, I got this. Yeah? We are the Lion, the Tin Man, and Scarecrow being led by Dorothy to Shred City. Wait, wait, which one's which? I know we got to figure that out right now. All right. I want to be, I want to be Scarecrow. I, I, I am a Leo, that's, so... You are definitely a Scarecrow forever. Yeah, I, yep, that's <laughs> I am a Leo, so it yes. only makes sense that I'm the lion. And you are a coward. I'm just kidding. I'll be the cowardly <laughs> no, lion. Damn. Yo. So wait, does that make me a tin... I'll massacre him. <laughs> does that make me the tin man, then? I'll murderize him. みんなアニメアディクトアノニマスのライブブロードキャスト聞かないと泣いちゃうよ。You Welcome to the 459th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, where our sole mission is to make your anime addiction worse. That's right. Worser. 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 More worse. The most worse. (laughs) More worse. Worcesto. And to all of you, wherever you're listening from, thank you for tuning in today. We have a jam-packed episode for you, as we always do. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined by the entire crew. In reverse, in reverse order from the hobby addicts, I have to my right. He's been on his way to Shred City. Hey. His name is Kazuo. Kazuo, what's up, everybody? It's good to shred be here. Shred City, Shred, Shred City. I am Shred, shred City, Shred, Shred City. I'm on a, I'm one, on a one fine way. day in the Shredding City. Okay. Well. I like it. I'm on a one-way tricycle to Shred City. That's right, baby. One-way tricycle. We also have the very handsome Enzo from New York City. What are you doing, my brother? Hello. I'm currently, once again, a burrito, but I'm also on the road to Shred City, baby. Interesting. Incoming hot me for the summer, my guy. damn. And we also have the wonderful, the waifu of, of probably half the audience. And it's val- I don't know about that. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day, so don't give out your address. Her name is Mandy. <laughs> Hello, I'm here. I'm back. Mandy lives in Shred City. Mandy's, I live in Shred the, City. She's, she's the mayor, Shred, baby. Shred City. I'm the mayor of she's Shred City. She's the empress of Shred City. Shred City. I'm the she, empress of Shred City. She commands all the boys Shred, to, Shred do s- to do squats so they all have good butts. And for all of you listening... Do your squats. Do your squats. Do your squats. Gotta get those anime boy butts. That sounds Work horrifying. That butt. Work that butt. Stop and, that butt. What? Damn. <laughs> and for all of you listening at home, thank you for tuning in. It's good to have you. We, uh, If you want to check out our website, you can do it over at aapodcast.com. 
where you can get our Hobby Addicts, which we just recorded a Hobby Addicts, which included content on Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. We also talked mm-hmm. with The Witcher, Thronebreaker, and uh-huh. we talked some Battle Angel because the Hollywood movie is officially coming out on the 14th of February. Yes. So you can get that over at what? AAAPodcast.com slash join. What says Valentine's Day more than Robot Girls destroying other robots? Mm. Mm. Not much, know. honestly. Yeah. So we did that. Uh, we also, of course, do our hentai episodes. One of the only places you're going to find hentai episodes on the web at com slash join. So go over there and grab that. And you'll be supporting the podcast to help us out. And, of course, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash AAA podcast. Icy Rose has been really hard at work. He's been putting lots of <laughs> lots of effort into the, uh, into the social media. So a big thanks to Icy Rose. And, of course, the Discord creeps ever closer to 1,000 members. As it is uh, continually becoming very crowded and uh, exciting place to hang out. On this episode today, we are going to be talking about anime that are worth a rewatch. This is a a topic suggestion from quite a while ago, submitted by Cherry173, dug it out of the archives. We're also going to be doing impressions on the winter 2019 anime, our third round of impressions. We got four more shows to pass, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to have to find out which ones we're doing. And of these, I wonder how many will pass. We've got Kemuri Kusa, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, Koyo no Kotobuki Hikotai, mm-hmm. Kaguya-san Love is War, and Kakegurui Season 2. So got some good high-profile shows on that list there. And uh, yeah, I wonder how many of those we're going to pass. Could be two, could be three, could be could be zero. I'm not doing any impressions today, so I'm just going to take a nap. You're just going to chill. Yeah, Mob is back. in Shred City. Mob is in Shred City. Mob is always in Shed City. Yes, mm. dude. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time to get the party started. Let's go. It's time for big news of the week. All right, so the first trailer for Vinland Saga dropped. Yeah. And it's pretty much the most hyped trailer I've seen since I watched the initial trailer for Attack on Titan. I'm excited. And it features ridiculously good animation, uh, Vikings fighting on warships, ships that are like riding giant tsunami-sized waves and like storms at mm-hmm. sea, tons of gore and violence, uh, manly men, shiny weapons, <laughs> dudes yep. that are screaming, and just, you just know general. You in such a good mood. You know why now. <laughs> just general epic badassery, which I don't yeah. It's This is one of those trailers where when you watch it, you're just like, I don't know how this show won't be freaking incredible. And I don't know. You know, I didn't know much yeah. about Vinland Saga so before excited. this trailer, but it's like, it, is, it really is. Yeah. Well, we have I was so excited expert, after. Yeah. Go ahead, man. I was so excited after watching that trailer that I went and reread like six volumes. Damn. <laughs> Night. She was pumped up. Told you it was hype. Yeah. And when I re- when I say six, I mean six of the omnibus ones. So more like 12. Good Lord. That's so, that's so, that's so much. I love that's so much, Saga. <laughs> the, uh, the synopsis from, from Kodansha, Thorfinn is the son of one of the Vikings' greatest warriors. But when his father is killed in battle by a mercenary leader, Askeladd, he swears to have his revenge. Thorfinn joins Askeladd's band in order to challenge him to a duel and ends up caught in the middle of a war for the crown of England. From the creator <laughs> of the classic Planetess manga comes the epic, highly anticipated tale. Damn, that's a pretty that's yeah. a pretty good synopsis. 
Yeah, it's um, loosely, I say very loosely, based on the uh, actual tales of Vinland Saga, which um, were Icelandic tales from like the, thir- I think they are wrote in the 1300s, but the it actually takes place in like 1020, I believe. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's, um, it's really exciting. I'm so happy. I'm so excited yeah. because then some of the character arcs of this are some of my favorites. These characters go through such a crazy arcs. I love it. I'm so excited. There's some good um, some good staff behind this. You know, Planet Test is a really great property. So that's the first check mark, I would say. If you haven't read or watched Planet Test, it's really, you know, I mention it from time mm-hmm. to time, but it's really a, a great property. And um, this guy, um, uh, Makoto Yuki, uh, Yukimura, I think. Uh, yeah, I had to double check. Uh, he is, his artwork is so fantastic. Uh, Villain Saga's art is up there. It's really up there on my list of favorite arts. It's it, amazing. It's um, some of the other staff. It's being directed by Shuhei Yabuta, who worked on Inuyashiki uh, as the director. He was also the director for Attack on Titan 3D. It's the animation production is done by Wit Studio, whom I mean we sh- we all pretty much know who Wit Studio is, but they've they've done Attack on Titan, Cabinary uh, of the Iron Fortress, Ancient Magus Bride. It's a pretty well known um, up and coming. I guess not even up and coming really. Wit Studio has just been crushing lately. I mean, it's everything they do seems to seems mm-hmm. to be gold. Um, the voices Yuto Uemura is going to be voicing Thorfinn, and Kenichiro Matsuta is going to be doing um. Thor's, I guess his name is. Who are those people, Mandy? Yeah, his father. Um, I don't actually remember. I know one of them is the voice actor for Saitama. I can't remember. Maybe I'm wrong about that, though. And now... I could be wrong. Let me double check. (laughs) Oh, no, he's Bato in Ghost in the Shell. Oh, nice. And now for the moment that we'll have anime fans across the globe listening to this on their knees crying. What's that? Exclusive only on Amazon Prime in 2019. So, yeah. That's I mean, fine with me. So, I got Amazon Prime. I mean, as I do I. It's, as do I. In this day and age, like <laughs> Amazon Prime is a service that it probably saves me like $300 a year. So, yeah, it, it saves I, me a lot of money a year also. It's kind of like I, I don't really point. use it that often to be honest. I mean, yeah. I know I definitely use it all the time. Amazon's so fucked though, but like god damn it, Prime is so good. Yeah, it really is. Mm. So, um I mean, with it, you get a, like a like a, like a Netflix esque TV service. Yeah, that is you know actually cheaper than that's cheaper than Netflix and music and free like, shipping on everything and like unlimited photo storage and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. ridiculous. So, but if you don't have Amazon Prime and you want to watch this, you're gonna need to get it. Else, you find other means mm-hmm. that will go on this. But man, the trailer looks epic as shit. Anytime, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> the, the the part that had me that that like you know made me like get a little happy in my pants was the uh <laughs> the scene where the where their viking ship is just like riding this giant like storm tidal wave any yeah, it's just like see, dope. scenes at sea during like massive storms when like dudes are like holding on getting thrown off the boat you know the, those types of movies like the like the perfect storm types type stuff mm. it's always epic as shit you know and like the, and like aside from and that's not even thinking about all the fighting and and all the crazy like burning villages and all this awesome shit that was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. That was just like one one badass section. And it's just it looks like the animation just looks freaking unbelievable. I mean, 
I I think the my fears are in the manga there are some very large scale battles so I'm scared of CG. over CG yeah. like that it's to the point where it's going to be extremely obvious I am worried about that like some um, Arslan Senki type CG yeah kind of like that mm-hmm. um although I did like I still liked Arslan Senki so I mean it might not get in the way we'll see um. Mm-hmm. I am also nervous of censorship. I mean, because um, there's a, so much. Uh, a lot of the battle scenes are very graphic in the manga, and I'm sure it's going to be censored. They're but Vikings. I'm how that's going to change? It should be graphic <laughs> as shit. They're Vikings. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's. This uh, is like this is like Beowulf type shit. You know. Mm. So, Although I will say there is a lot of political intrigue in it as well because, good. yeah, it's, that's probably uh, why I'm gonna like it for sure. Oh, Prince Canute, wait for that character arc. I love him. <laughs> Better political intrigue show with battles: Game of Thrones season eight or Vinland Saga? We'll see. <laughs> we will see. I'm just gonna. I mean, Game of Thrones is. I just have this bad feeling about Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah, I'm curious how it's gonna end. <sighs> Hopefully it doesn't end the way that season seven was going on. Anyway, that's a so that's a side, but uh, it's awesome. It's hype as shit. I mean, I guess that we don't we don't know when it's coming out. I, I, like not now, <laughs> a while. Yeah, I yeah. believe fall is when they planned it, but I can't find anything concrete on uh, Mal, which is where I was looking. I think it's really. It's, I can't find it anywhere. It seems weird to be dropping trailers like eight months in advance, but yeah, know, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what their tramp thought is, but. Anyway, shall we move on? Yeah, let's yeah. do this. You know him, you love him. He's naked. It's Enzo. You're yeah. naked? I was a, I'm naked under my burrito. Under his clothes. Oh, that counts. Naked Obviously. burrito. Naked burrito. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, Hello, fam. This is Enzo Sempes Corner, where you guys can write to me or the rest of the host to, to, to tell us about an accomplishment you've recently gotten through that we can celebrate with you. This one comes from Danye East, and they say, AAA Podcast, I'm graduating this week with a degree in accounting and management. Also, I live in Anchorage, Alaska, and survived the 7.0 earthquake. I love you guys, and take me to Japan. <laughs> Um, well, congratulations on getting a degree in accounting and management. I also have a degree in accounting. I have, I have a master's in tax too, um, which I recommend if you want to pursue that career full time. Um, if you have any questions, like we should talk. Ask me questions. I work for a, a company you probably know. Uh, we can maybe we can help you out. Maybe we can help you. Do out. they have a branch in Anchorage, Alaska? They probably do have a branch anywhere in the world. <laughs> they, they are a global yeah. monster. <laughs> Wow, um, seven point earthquake. That's gotta yeah, be it's insane. Um, sphincter tightening for sure, to say the least. I would Oof. say, yeah. So, what's this little note you got here? Oh well, I mean, the Japan trip I think will happen, assuming the podcast is still around in the, during the mm-hmm. 2020 Olympics. We or that I have money. <laughs> yes, we just have, we haven't made a move on yet because it's still too early to do most of this stuff. Like they're not they don't have tickets available yet that I'm aware of. Actually, you know what? Let me go check JTBUSA.com right now, live on the podcast. Right now, JTBUSA.com. Um, JTBUSA.com. They, We're not sponsored. They are no. selling. They are, <laughs> they are selling tickets to the World Cup of Soccer. Oh, nice. To the Ghibli oh, what Museum. is that? Rail what year is that? There's clearly no uh, clearly no Olympics yet. 
So I think they got tired of me calling and harassing them nice. about the tickets. So they're not available yet, so we can't really. But I would I would say keep your eyes peeled sometime in the summer because yes. it is it is a pretty lengthy like application process for us because you know there's going to be like 150 people are going to want to go and, yeah. we can, and we're only going to take like like eight of you probably at most. And we have to so, make sure you're not like axe murderers or anything like that. Yeah. So there's a pretty it's we we have a lower acceptance rate for this than like Harvard. So. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do all that, and then we gotta get, and then you're gonna want to buy your tickets for the flights like well in advance, and we're gonna be buying tickets for the Olympics well and like even further in advance probably. So I would say that sometime this summer, um, if if we do it, it's gonna happen. It'll, the process will begin then. So and no, writing a mailbag asking us to take you to Japan does not improve your chances because we 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 we, <laughs> we we evaluate everybody anonymously. So. But so good, this, so this congrats on graduating. Yeah, congrats yeah. on graduating. We love you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I, I know how hard that degree is. It's not easy, even though people think it's just math. It's not math. It's a lot of theory. Congratulations. And staying awake in, and staying awake in class. And, yes, but, and staying awake in class. And now let's move on. It's time for a hot new anime releases. We got a couple pretty high profile ones this time. Uh, the Nino Kuni game franchise is getting an anime film. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And it it's has, by Studio Ghibli? That might be some, beautiful as hell. It is oh not by God. Studio Ghibli, but it has some Studio no. Ghibli associations. So, of course, okay. Nino Kuni is a video game series that was done by Level 5, which is a pretty well-known RPG-type company that, that's Japanese. And they had collaboration from Studio Ghibli for the first Nino Kuni game. And the second Nino Kuni game did not have Studio Ghibli's involvement, but it was a really solid RPG uh, that I enjoyed quite a lot. Um, the movie is going to be premiering in Japanese theaters in the summer. The synopsis is high schooler Yu and his friend Haru get involved in a case involving his childhood friend Kotona, which forces them to go back and forth between another world that is different but is somewhat similar to their own, Nino Kuni. The, wor- the real world in Nino Kuni, um, when, Ko- when Kotona's life is in danger, what's the ultimate choice the three of them have to make in Nino Kuni? I don't know if this is going to be like a direct adaptation of the game, but um, it does. doesn't sound like it. It That's doesn't. It, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. No. Um, now, now the director is Yoshiyuki Momose, who directed. Um, he has uh, done a lot of work at Studio Ghibli. He did a lot. He was involved really heavily in the Cat Returns. Uh, he di- he's directed a lot of the. Um, he did the Ghiblis. He directed that, and he's been like involved in probably half a dozen to a dozen Ghibli works, just in different roles, like key animation and stuff like that. So he's definitely Ghibli staff, and Joe Hisaishi is going to be doing the music. So he's definitely Ghibli staff. Well, he's not. I think he's contracted, but he, he's... Joe Hisaishi has done the music for every, for every Miyazaki movie ever. So the music's going to be incredible. And hopefully it'll have like some art direction that'll, that'll feel like a little bit, a little bit Ghibli-esque because of the directing. Uh, and the studio is Studio OLM. So I've never... I don't know them. I'm not sure what they've done, but... Hmm. OLM. I gotta but, look them up. But Nino Kuni is just like a really fun property. So... It's gonna make a great. Is he anime. gonna capture monsters and then battle them? Yeah, mm. <laughs> mm. I hope so. <laughs> so, um, have you guys? How many of you have played the the, the Nino Kuni games? Me? I played. I played it. the first. Uh, one. I have played them. I have never finished one though yes, because correct. they take forever. <laughs> yeah, they're yep, really long. I didn't I didn't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> so O L M. Wait, hold on. Om. O O L M is a producer. They worked on Berserk, the original Berserk, apparently. Wow. Oh, good. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> a bunch of games, some visual novels. 
Oh, mostly, mostly games, it looks like. Like Pokemon games. Inazuma 11. Yeah, but these are all games. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they worked on Pokemon. Did you say Pokemon? I'm yeah, they, they, Pokemon well, games, Monsters? Oh. They worked on a... They did Pokemon Origin. All right. Pokemon so that's cool. Um, Interesting. Why is it showing up as a game? That's so weird. I don't know. It is the anime. We have another entry here for the the segment, and Hollywood is making another, taking another crack at adapt, at adapting a game slash anime. Uh oh, what is it this time? Okay, Hollywood. Oh, I see. Is adapting a monster. Is <laughs> making a Monster Hunter film. Why? That is going to open in theaters on September fourth, twenty twenty. I the, remember this rumor a long time ago, and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I don't like it. So, the thing is, like, like the the monsters in Monster Hunter. Are so Hold wild. Up. Wait, Hold wait, up. wait, wait. There's... Tony Jaw is in it. Tony Jaw. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yep, Tony Jaw. <laughs> Tony Jaw. Hell yeah. Uh, from Ongbok. He's gonna be. He's gonna be doing some Muay Thai. My dude. He's oh, gonna, he's gonna split right? your skull open with an oboe drop. Okay, that's cool. Also, Mila Jovovich is nope. also in it too. Nope. Oh no. Does that mean who's the director? The director is. Um, do I have that written here? Is it oh, her husband? Oh yeah. I know where you're going with this. Uh, let me see if that, let, me, let me see if the director is is in the All article right. here. I'm putting. I'm twenty bucks says it's her husband. <laughs> okay, do you, uh, <laughs> she only does movies that her husband directs. I don't know. If and it he's has... the guy that directed the Resident Evil movies. Um, I don't know if it has the director listed. Hold on, I'll find it. All right, you find it. So I'll keep talking, and you find that. So Sony Pictures is doing the film. It's a lot of a live action adaptation, of course. The budget is sixty sixty million, and which is a yep. which is yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson. That's so <laughs> dumb. W.S. stands for what shit? That is so stupid. Like, <laughs> how does this... He's like, oh, I'm going to make a man. Movie. I'll make you a movie if my wife is the main character. This man has what directed all of the Resident Evil movies. He directed uh, Alien vs. Predator. Oh, I'm sorry. I think he wrote that. He directed, uh, I believe, like the Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like the, the, Listen, man. The even worse the Mortal Kombat one. movie. Listen, so this guy is... He's, he's he's a lot like Michael. He's a lot like Michael Bay in that like. No, he's worse than Michael. Whoa, 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 wait a he's second. Only done. I bad didn't movies. even explain it. Didn't even explain Michael my Bay point. Michael Bay did Bad Boys. I didn't explain my Michael point Bay at all. Michael Bay did The Rock. Didn't explain my point. At <laughs> Those all. are good movies. He doesn't even know what I'm gonna say. So Michael Bay's like Transformers <laughs> movies that he's only done like lately. Yeah. These movies are dumb as shit. Yeah, but they make billions of dollars. And guess what? The Resident Evil movies make. No. Ton- yes, they do. Yeah, oh, well, at least they. they, they at make, least they look. Yes, they do. Look nice. Resident Evil. The Resident. Here's here's what the Resident Evil movies do. They make three hundred to four hundred million dollars every time on a forty million dollar budget, so they might be shit, but they're making a ton of money. This movie is probably not gonna make that much money, but hey, they did it with Resident Evil and it had just as much of a chance to fail as this one does. So it'll be a terrible movie that might be financially successful. The story behind our world, there is another, a world of dangerous and powerful <laughs> monsters that rule their domain so with deadly force. When Lieutenant Arte- Artemis, or Mila Jovovich, and her loyal soldiers are transported from our world to the new world, the unflappable lieutenant receives the shock of her life. In her desperate battle for, for survival against enormous enemies with incredible powers and unstoppable revolting attacks, Artemis will team up with a mysterious man, who I assume is Tony Jaw, who has found a way to fight back, <laughs> which is a giant sword and hunter gear. Oh my God. See, here's the problem. We don't need a Monster Hunter movie. What we need... <laughs> Is a monster rancher movie? <gasps> oh, like what a real, going- like a oh live action bust. Yes, oh, man. Li- oh super God. creepy Swayzo live action oh version. God. Could you imagine? 
Oh my god! Yes, see, CG has to be super CG, like right. the Pokemon movie that's coming out. No, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking all like uh like puppets, like like old oh, school, like okay. old school you mean Star like a Wars guy in a Suezo suit. Yes. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? And do- and Tiger is just a wolf with like a horn yeah, strapped to its head. Exactly. <laughs> Icy Rose has weighed in here on the end bottom. He says um, he, he says that, he says that it looks really terrible. Yeah, and, that's, and that, that's that's a heavy hitting comment because Icy Rose is like a high ranked Monster Hunter oh, he, player. No, he, he finished. Hold it. up, hold up. Icy Who Rose maxed. The, Icy Rose maxed out. He's got like 800 hours on Monster yeah, Hunter World. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'm talking about like world ranking wise. He's like pretty up there. So like him thinking this is bad is like unfortunate because I was like that's like he's the person you market this movie to, right? <laughs> so, pretty much. Damn. Yeah. So if they, what? But, but I bet you Icy actress, Rose is gonna go see it. What actress would play Pixie? I have to know. Pixie. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like it, it'd be me. I, I don't. I, I like don't know Pixie. why, but Jennifer Lawrence popped into my head. <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> idea. What about well, who was the lady that played? Oh man! Oh man! Rain in that awful Blood Rain movie. Oh my God! I yeah. Who? Uh, that's she like, looks right. like Shane right, right. Pixie. Back on topic. <laughs> All right, so that yeah. so that movie looks terrible. So, but but you know what? Half of probably at least one of us will go see it. I don't know who that'll be, but someone will see it. I'd probably go for the lols to VH. Would there be palicos? Are there going to be palicos? I don't know. If Mil- is, is Mila Jovovich going to look smoking hot like she always does? I then mean, yeah, I'll probably go see it. So oh, okay. All right, so the <laughs> trivia this week, uh, we're still rolling through our round of Ghibli foods, which is where I show you a photo of a Ghibli movie that just has the foods in it, and you have to guess based on the food. This week was pretty easy. It was Spirited Away was the answer, and we had a lot of correct answers, but the winner for the week is Kyojin13. Hey, so congrats. We are now on the Discord all the time. Yeah, that's right. This final this final upcoming week is going to be the last round of the, for this one, so we're gonna be, we'll are gonna we have a winner next week for you. So head over to the website, aaapodcast.com. Scroll down a bit. You can play trivia, and uh, we'll, give, we'll give out a prize to the winner. So, um, All right. Well, we have, we have made our way to the portion of the show where we do the in-show trivia questions so who wants to roll this baby out yeah i can do it so we're about to go on a news break but before we do we're going to give you a question to answer and contemplate while we're on the break i was feeling some shin chan this this time Mm, therefore the question is how many shin chan films are there can you guess within five films let us know it was kind of unreasonable to expect anybody to know the exact number so if you can get get it within five you would probably do at least as well as my mother that's great. Right. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to have Mandy's Manga Minute. And we're going to be talking anime that are worth a rewatch. This is suggested by Cherry173. So don't go anywhere, and we're going to be back in a minute. Hey everybody, this is Mitsugi, and it's time for... Yeah, you know what's coming. It's anime news. Leading us off, we have some unexpected news, because we're going to be talking about the weather. But not just any weather, but the weather in Japan in Hokkaido, which is the northernmost island in Japan, during the snow festival in Sapporo, which is a very big festival where people come to see ice sculptures and all kinds of other interesting things. Well, there has been a giant mass of cold air that has been gripping that region with temperatures up to minus uh, minus 20 degrees Celsius in some parts, which is ridiculously cold. 
So it looks like the agency for weather said that a cold air mass with temperatures that could actually even reach up to minus 24.4 degrees, the lowest seen in the region since 1957. Just so ridiculous. People are out there freezing to death looking at ice sculptures and 74 train services have suspended activity because the region is so paralyzed with cold during such an event, which is uh, a little bit unfortunate for Japan. Next up, we're going to be running through some anime adaptation news. It looks like Kanata no Astra, which is otherwise known as Astra Lost in Space, is going to be getting a TV adaptation. So this is a pretty exciting action science fiction sort of story. The, uh, the story was going to be premiering in 2019 by director Masaomi Ando and studio Lerche. The synopsis is that in the year 2061, when space travel is now possible and commercially viable, there are students from a high school that are going on their quote-unquote planet camp trip. But soon after Group B-5 arrived at their planetary campsite, a mysterious and unforeseen light wraps them and warps them and their nine members 5,000 light years away from their home planet. With the discovery of an old unmanned spaceship nearby, the students have to stay strong, use their limited resources, and find a way to survive and get home on this on this uh, abandoned planet. So definitely sort of an interesting little premise, something that we don't always get from anime. So I'm actually going to look out for that one when that one comes out later this year. And of course, more news. Katsute Kamidata Kemono Tachie, otherwise known as To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts, is going to be getting an adaptation in 2019. During the Civil War, the North, desperate to defeat the South, utilized forbidden magic that turned their soldiers into monstrous beings known as incarnates. In exchange for their humanity, they were granted immense power to defeat the foes. But though their lands were saved, some grew to fear the incarnates in the aftermath of the war, causing them to be shunned and some even killed. Late, years later, in a town in the middle of nowhere, a girl, Nancy, has found her target, the man responsible for killing her incarnate father. The director is Jun Shishido, who worked on Hachiman Repo New Challenger and series composition is by Shigeru Murakoshi, who worked on Zombieland Saga. So there's definitely some pretty good names here. And also, of course, Studio Mappa is going to be doing this anime, which is a pretty hot anime studio these days because it does lots of things people seem to be liking. So look out for To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts coming out sometime in 2019. And wrapping us up this time, there is a, an exhibit going to be launched in Tokyo for the works of director and designer Shoji Kawamori, who is most famous for the work for working on Macross, pretty much the father of Macross, you'd probably say. And it looks like there is an art gallery, Gallery Amo in Tokyo, is going to be showing an exhibit from late May to late June. It's going to be celebrating Kawamori's 40 years in the industry, and it's going to be displaying works from his entire career and also production materials and designs from animes. So if you're a fan of Super, of Super Dimension Fortress Macross or any of the other properties from the Macross franchise, and you're going to be having an opportunity to go to Japan at any point this summer, from late May to, to late June, you're going to be able to see a pretty cool exhibit of Shoji Kawamori's works in Tokyo. This is Mitsugi, and this was your Anime News Break. Now getting right back to the podcast right now. After parties, hobby addicts, hentai episodes. After parties, hobby addicts, hentai episodes. After parties, hobby addicts, hentai episodes. What in the world are you two doing? I'm trying to sleep here. It's midnight. We're using Mandy's arcane power to do a content prayer dance. Yeah, we're hoping the content gods bless us with thrilling entertainment for the fans. Content prayer dance. 
you know there's a much easier way to make better content, how about starting with studying our vast archive of additional content on aapodcast.com? Oh, I already have. I mean, it's only seven bucks a month for almost eight additional episodes every month. That's less than a dollar per extra episode and super easy to get to. Just got to type aapodcast.com slash join to become a member. You went through the whole archive? It's hundreds of hours. Well, senpai, anything is possible. If you believe. I think I'll just leave you two alone. Hey, is he gone yet? Yeah, ready. Yeah. After Party's Hobbyatics Episodes. Welcome back to the Welcome podcast. Welcome back. Oh, that's a song. To Hello. the same old place that you've ever been. I don't well, no, Welcome I don't back, know. Cotter. Dope. Don't know that. Yep. Don't know that. I was thinking that see him a lot because you got him on the spot. Welcome back. You know what? That might be the sample they used for the song I'm thinking of because I'm thinking of Mace. Well, Welcome Back Cotter is a show from like the 70s, so it's probably older than whatever you're talking about. Yeah, no, it definitely is. So, um, Welcome Back. How many Shin-Chan films are there within five? At least a billion. I didn't At actually, least 47. I didn't actually write the number here. The answer is it's somewhere 27. Where did I write it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where did I put that? The, uh, directly right under the question. You literally it's, put it right under the question you put It's there. not showing up on my screen, though. Look, maybe it's, it's like not colored in. 27 is the answer. I see it. 27, and that movie isn't out yet. What's the release date? Uh, the release date is April 19th, 2019, and the movie will be called Crayon Shin-Chan Honeymoon Hurricane, The Last Hiroshi. Or The Lost so Hiroshi. So really it's 26. Well. That's not out yet. Unless you go into the future. Oh. So many, so <laughs> yeah, many movies. Yeah, how about that? How about that, man? The next trivia. I forgot about time machines, bananas. <laughs> Banana time machines. <laughs> the next trivia question will also involve Shin-Chan, but it's going to be a little of a, a special, a little extra effort. Is it going to be, how do you become a man? Or no, wait. That's simple. What, you, what, just have must, you must have honor and a penis. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's all you need. <laughs> two prerequisites. That's right. You must have honor, honor and a penis. Mm-hmm. But um, for now, we have Manny's Maga Minute. Are you ready to roll? Hello. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Get hyped. <laughs> And now, let's take a minute for the manga minute with Mandy. Are you ready to get this shit rolling? Oh, brother! Alright! This is where it is, Mugga Minute! Oh my god. I take a minute to tell you about Mugga so you can find something new to read! Oh my god! And this one is Ron in the Grey World. Uh, meet the Udamas, a slightly dysfunctional family of four sorcerers. Mom, being the most powerful sorceress around, works away from home keeping the world safe. Dad picks up the slack and takes care of the family, except when he's out, which is when the older brother Jin finds himself in the unenviable position of keeping tabs on his sister Ron. And Ron, the youngest, is a willful young girl with too much power and too little wisdom. Let's take a 
look at Ron's everyday misadventures, shall we? Uh, Ron in the Great World is a fantasy seinen series written and illustrated by Aki Irie. Uh, the series is finished in Japan with seven volumes, but we currently only have a, a volume one available in English. The English publishing is done by Viz Media, and um, I've only read the the only volume that we have available here. Um, it's a really hard series for me to recommend to everyone because I think the first thing that really stands out is the art. It's very, it has a very unique style to it with a lot of um, flowing lines. There's a lot of curls in a lot of the, like, the hair and it lends itself to this overall magical feeling of the manga. And the story is about a young girl, Ron, who has these magical sneakers. And when she puts them on, she magically transforms into an adult woman. And with this, she is able to explore the world as an adult. Although her parents has changed, she still very much has the mind of a child. And this leads to some very broad, uh, potential issues where um, I think a lot of the magic and the charm in the manga is uh, it, it's very interesting. And um, we get to see uh, her this child who thinks that being adult is this great thing and maybe finding out it's not like it's not as great as it may seem maybe you should take oh, your no, time and enjoy your childhood days right and but the issue is as she's an adult there is in her adult form there's a man who's taken an interest in her which is really awkward for me so um I don't know, maybe they'll resolve that whole issue in the second volume, which I have not read yet. And if they do, uh, I think it could be interesting also to see um, a man's, uh, you know, views change when he gets like the child viewpoint, but is he could take it more seriously when an adult is saying these things. So it is an interesting story. I don't know if I'll continue it. I might read the next volume and then go from there. But um, if you're interested in like a coming of age story with a magical twist to it, maybe check this out. I could probably recommend it to fans of the Ancient Magus Bride. Um, so yeah, that is Ron in the Gray World. Cool. Well, thanks, Mandy. No problem. Thank you, Mandy. Yeah, you were hyped for that. Yeah. Oh, so hard. So extreme. <laughs> so extreme. So, so extreme manga ah! man coming at your face. <laughs> <laughs> And Mandy, and Mandy comes off the turnbuckle with a manga slam. <laughs> By God, oh, she hits it with the elbow. Oh my God. By God, somebody get in there and stop this woman. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll slap him with the back She's of the She's ripping his ears off. <laughs> All right. Oh, can we, yeah, we got, we got, oh, man, yeah, it, we got, can what we are we doing? we just play that music while we just have like uh, pro wrestling, pro, pro manga wrestling? Yes. All right. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so we had a topic here. So Cherry173 wrote like, like a thousand years ago as a topic question in our mailbags. If you go to the mailbag section of the website, you can also submit topic requests, and that's where this came from. Mm. And this was our top pick. What's that? This topic was oh, our, our, was top, our pick. top pick. Oh, good Lord. Mm, 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 mm. As an order, mm, I gotcha. So Cherry173 mm -hmm. wrote, as an older mm -hmm. anime fan, I don't have time to watch many shows. <laughs> Uh, full-time, et cetera, full-time job, et cetera, much less rewatch any shows. I used to love rewatching shows when, when when I was younger, and it really maximized the enjoyment I got from those series. For example, Escaflone had really high rewatch value back in the day, as did DBZ. Mm. So here's my topic. What are some anime, recent or otherwise, that have high rewatch value, even for people with little time? Which anime will give additional enjoyment when rewatched and are worth making time for even as an old person? 
Thanks for considering my topic Aww. and making my anime addiction worse. Solid question. That's right. Yeah, super solid question. You know, as you as you get older and you have responsibilities and a job and all that stuff, you only have time for X amount of you know hobbies, unless you're Mandy. And then you live unless you're me, oh, you do them all. You live in a time warp. You make it happen somehow. I, I live in time warp, baby. Time warp. Baby. Damn, oh my she's God. time warping right now. <laughs> so, I am. Um, I'm a, I I have a little list here, and I think we'll just kind of rotate around. Sure. But the first one on my list is Higurashi no Nakukoroni, and the reason for that is Higurashi's the entire storyline of Higurashi takes place in the second season of that show. Um, and when I say that, I mean that like the first season, people will people watch and remember because it was just loaded with crazy violence and shock value. And things that you'd never seen before in anime back then. You were like, oh my God, you know, like, how is this happening on TV? Like a girl getting her nails ripped out. Ugh. And a kid, yeah. you know, clawing his throat out. That's my soul. A, a, a boy claws his throat out in a phone booth and stuff like that. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. But Crazy. you don't really get what's going on in the show, really, because they reveal the entire plot line in the second season. And a lot of people didn't even get to the second season of Higurashi, which is really a shame because it's actually a really interesting story. But you. If you watch the second season of the show, I presume you've seen the first season as well at that point. It's not a bad idea to go back and rewatch the first season again because you will actually be able you'll be watching the stuff that happened in season one with the correct context, and you're going to say, mm-hmm. "Okay, wow, this thing this thing that made no sense to me before at all now suddenly I get it." You know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't really like what do they say? Like the people in the town are being killed because of like a a gas line accident or whatever. It's like if you if you go and you rewatch it, you'll realize it wasn't a gas line accident and things that like you didn't really get before you, they you're like, "Oh, all this whole story makes sense now." And it's probably it really will make the first season a far more of an enjoyable watch because, you know, you're going to be wiser. So, that's my first pick. And besides Hikodashi, you know, you, you don't hear about it anymore, but like it is actually a pretty solid anime. So, um you know, it gets made fun of a lot because like little girls are like you know killing each other and stuff. But yeah, I always but, wondered know. if it was the art that turns people off of it. It's not great, but yeah. But um, I feel like art, art. I feel like art's something that like is probably the biggest like a catalyst to turning people away from a show because it's like the mm-hmm. it's like it's like the easiest thing to judge on, right? Like if you know nothing about the show but you look at it, like if you don't like what you see, then you're out. You know. And, uh, it's hard to pay attention when you hate weird right. looks. Right, <laughs> a visual medium. I mean, yeah. And to, and, to, and to the surprise of a lot of people, Higurashi no Nakukoroni is a time travel anime. So yeah, you know, people don't really, really people would never really guess that based mm-hmm. on the first season. So it is, it's, it's about time travel. So, mm-hmm. all right. So um, that's my first pick. I'm not gonna like sit here and go through like all the all eight or nine that I wrote down, and we're just gonna kind of jump around. So someone else jump. Totally. Okay. Um, so mine, my whole list ended up being very personal to me, so this probably won't apply to everyone. <laughs> um, my first one was actually Cromartie High School. Because, Love it. Do it. Let's watch it right shortly, now. Yeah, shortly after I graduated from high school, um, uh, my best friend, who is now living in Florida, uh, he... Aww, I didn't know we were best friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. didn't you know we grew up together? Now, this guy, I actually, we um, had been friends since we were like two because our parents were friends. <laughs> we like used to play together all the time. But um, <clears throat> so uh, he showed me this anime, Cromartie High School, and he wasn't a huge anime fan, but he like 
watched a lot of like the classics like Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, Dragon Ball Z. And I had never heard of Karate High. And when he put it on, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. We watched the English. You LMAO'd? I did. I LMAO'd all over. But um, I. Yeah, so we ended up throwing on like an episode every weekend when we played Magic the Gathering together. <laughs> and we ended up having so many inside jokes because of this series. So it's so easy <laughs> for me to rewatch because, oh man, I love it. I just love that love Freddie Mercury. So Freddie so Mercury's just chilling in this high school. It's great. Right? It's just great. It's just great. Like, why? So like, why good, is Freddie like, Mercury in there? One lines. <laughs> Kamiyama map is a great visual aid. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's great. You should watch it. <laughs> it's a good first watch. It's even better second one because you love them from the start. It's good. It's so funny. I agree with you. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Fun. I'm uh, done. Fun stuff. <laughs> I guess I will go next. Yes, so you're next on the list, though. I also am. My, my list is also very biased. I figured, you know. There, if you don't have a lot of free time and you want to go back and watch some rewatch something that you've already seen before, you probably want to watch something that meant a lot to you growing up or something that's mm-hmm. like super light and enjoyable. You know, recently I, I was telling Mitz this the other day that I I kind of went back and I started watching Dragon Ball all over again, just like the original Dragon Ball, and I would just watch like an episode a night before going to bed, and uh, <laughs> and so along that line, I think something like Dragon Ball would be a good thing to just pick up to watch a couple episodes here and there. Any kind of like shonen that you grew up with, like Naruto. Definitely. Pokemon. I watch that all the time. Pokemon Pokemon Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. Sure, totally. Anything that maybe you could just throw on in the background (laughs) or watch an episode before you go to bed, I feel like that would be worth while like going back and just, it's, it's just, it's nice and sweet and just something fun. It's obviously not super meaning, like, you know, meaningful. It's not like you're going to, crack the code to the universe but it's just uh something enjoyable to take you back to your childhood it's also great being an adult going back and getting the adult jokes that they snuck into shows yes dude (laughs) dragon ball if you watch watch the japanese like dub the japanese version there is so much adult stuff in there that they did not translate (laughs) over to english and you're like what in the world it's it's pretty crazy you get all of like the really awful jokes that brock had in pokemon (laughs) Yeah, you know what? That's so that. I would like to do that too. I haven't rewatched original Pokemon in a long time, so I do wonder how much more I relate to Brock nowadays. <laughs> Brock is yeah. so great. You know He's what I mean? one of my like, favorites. As a kid, I was just like, "Yo, Brock, shut up, my guy." But I wonder now. I'm just like, "No, I understand." I feel you, Brock. I understand. I understand, Brock. I you get want, that all of the officer Jennies are different. Yeah. Yes, I understand. Poor Brock, you needed to get that poison out. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, cool. Uh, can I go next, Cosmo? Sure. No. Nope. Awesome. Oh, so, okay. Nope. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm going home. Anyway, Bye. Um, my first one on my list is all. So, I also, I am now realizing through you guys that the question was very objective, but I went completely biased to my own taste, too. <laughs> um, my first pick is Steins Gate. And the reason for Steins Gate um, is this one is not. Because um, I agree that rewatching something is probably easiest when it's something comfy and just enjoy- and like lighthearted and enjoyable. Something you could put on before bed, as Cosmo said. But to me, Steins Gate, the value there is two two big two big factors. One is the big doozy of the show is 
is more enjoyable to watch the second time around because you're just like holy crap like they had no idea that that was what was happening and you watch the show with that perspective and it kind of makes the show a little more interesting because you're, you're like now watching as like an all-knowing person and you know an all-knowing person yes an all-knowing Damn. person so um smart. but it's but it's also a show that has a plot that i don't know like some people find it very confusing so if watching a second time would maybe you know make it clearer to you if you watch it a second time and then i guess my third point the the third reason why i think uh science gate is something cool to watch is because um oh you're gonna hate me mandy but the voice actor's name in Japanese. Oh my god! You remember John his Smith. name? I'm oh not my helping god. you. Please help me. Please. It's Momoto Miyano. It's Miyano. Oh my, yes, Miyano. Momoto yes. Miyano. Duh. I'm so How sorry. Could you forget? I it's had also it, Italian. I, Momoto I, Miyano. Momoto Miyano. I'll make you the piece. Okay. Anyway, whoa! I got into a bit way too fast. <laughs> we're all, dude. We're all getting into bits way too fast today. <laughs> Am I the only person here who's actually Italian? Uh, no, uh, I am. Are you Italian? My name's. Yeah. We're uh-huh. all Italian. Oh, so I'm. My grandfather came my from Italy. Knows. I'm the only one that's not Italian. I have an Italian name, though. That's true. You do. My grandfather came from so Italy, and he um, was stuck on Ellis Island for a while because they thought he had pneumonia. But now they're thinking that he was the one where I got my CF from <laughs> because uh, they didn't know cystic fibrosis was back then. Uh, Oh, that's interesting. interesting. So we that's have to go back in time, just like in Steins Gate. Oh, yes. put a banana in my microwave, go back in time and murder him. Yep. What? Wait, what, <laughs> oh, no, that's not you, gonna work. Wait, where did you I not exist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrong any, idea. Any, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, so his performance is so fucking captivating in Japanese that watching it again is just like for the pure spectacle of it is worth it to me. He's um, a great voice yeah, actor. He's, 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 he's awesome. So I am watching mad him, scientist. He's so cool. Yeah. Son of he's so cool. so cool. Man, Momoto Miyano loves doing English and it's great. <laughs> his English his, is so his Rin and Free is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm yeah, so in that's here. my first pick. Get in there. So um, Akira. <clears throat> oh, totally. Is, um, you know, it's nice to go back and sort of marvel at Akira. The movie just smokes the shit out of anime like today in terms of visuals and animation. It's just unbelievable. I mean, Akira is 30 years old and it's just a treat to watch, you know, like the, just everything about it. Like the pacing is impeccable. The animation is unbelievable. The backgrounds of like the cityscapes and, and stuff when they're doing their motorcycle chase, when the motorcycle chase scene, and you're looking at the, like the skyscrapers and stuff in the background. It's just like mind blowing. I mean, mm. Akira doesn't the film doesn't wrap up I think how people wanted you know it doesn't make a great deal of sense but like the movie is just absolutely just stunning I mean yeah man and it's all hand drawn animation not only does does it hold up but it beats out a lot of shit that comes out oh my god dude it's just crazy I mean it, it, it's it's no wonder that like the that like the the motorcycle slide that that Kaneda does is in like has been in like 50 things you know, mm-hmm. Everything from like the Simpsons, even the Simpsons did it. You know, like everyone's done <laughs> yeah. it. It's just unbelievable. And Akira is it never gets old. Like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get tired of watching that corrections officer after the after all the biker guys get arrested in the beginning of the movie. I'm never I'm never gonna get tired of watching him just slap all those guys down the like he goes all the way down the line, slaps every single one of them. Like I'm never gonna get tired of that. I'm never gonna get tired of watching that clown fly through the the restaurant window. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm never gonna get sick of like 
uh, of the scene when when Tetsuo's in the like psycho ward and he's like just smashing people into walls and stuff with his mind power. Like yeah. I'm just never gonna get tired of that movie. I can watch it over and over again. And if you haven't seen it in a while, just go back and watch it, and you're gonna be like, God, this movie is like it could have been made yesterday. It looks so freaking perfect. And it's just a it's just a um, just a marvel, you know, an all time great. Definitely, so. it, you know, worth worth watching if you haven't, and then revisit it like three years later, and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, that was awesome!" Now that yeah. you mention it, I think I am gonna rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I'm also thinking. <laughs> I think it's been like a couple of years since I've seen Akira, and I think you know what? I'm gonna hold the screening. I'm gonna screen it with friends. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna hold nice. a screening. Yeah, I'm gonna, at your I'll, private theater. Well, yes, my private theater, which <laughs> is my room. which is my bedroom wall and my yeah. personal projector. Show it, up your, sh- show it at your anime meetup because you know. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Akira show is it at ah, anime okay. The anime mm-hmm. fandom we've talked about how frequently it turns over, and a lot of people I, I honestly believe haven't seen Akira. You know, it's hey, so old. Not. So your fans probably not. Mm-hmm. And like people are gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Like this movie. I think it holds up incredible. pretty well. It holds oh up my god. Super well. I mean, more than totally. I'd say, I'd say it more uh, holds up. Super quick plug: If you live in New York, I started the Brooklyn Anime Meetup. You join us, please. Okay, bye. <laughs> shameless plug drop. What? Brooklyn yep, Anime plug. Meetup. Plug dropper. Yeah. Join me. You get to hang out with me. Literally, me in person and hang out all the time. Wow, literally you. Literally me. Literally him. Not the not the imposter me that I hired to walk around for me. Just oh, wow. actually me. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Move on. Moving on. Hi. Uh, so my next one is very personal again, and it. I actually saw that Icy put it on his list too. Um, and that is Dorada, and oh, that's yes. because <laughs> it was the anime that my sister and I bonded over. Uh, she originally came to me and said she was interested in starting anime and she didn't know what to watch. The only thing she had seen at that time was Sword Art Online. So I judged from her personality. I was like, uh, I haven't started watching Dorada yet. Um, I watched a couple episodes, but I think this is something that you might be interested in. So we ended up watching it together and it, we uh, bonded over it because she ended up falling in love with it. It is funny because my favorite character is Shizuo and her favorite was Isuya. <laughs> So nice. I was like, this is like classic sisters. But um, yeah, I think it's also just worth a rewatch because there are so many characters in it and all of their stories um, overlap and uh, come together. And I think it's interesting rewatching the series to kind of piece it back together. And I love doing that with stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. I I agree that a large cast because you know like like we there's no way we attach ourselves to literally all the characters. Well, actually that's not true because in Haikyuu I love them all, but it's hard <laughs> it's hard to the first time around. So if you watch it again, you're gonna like because lo- you already love the ones you love, you might love someone else. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right. Um, yes. So next up on my list, uh, I'm going to. So this isn't a particular anime. It's it's a catalog of anime. Uh, what I would recommend going back and watching, which is something I've actually done, is take a director that you really love and... Makoto Shinkai? <sighs> or a Mamoru Hosoda. Damn. <laughs> uh, or a Miyazaki. And go back and just like watch all of their films. It's easier with film, but you know, obviously you can do it with shows, but that's going to take forever. Um, and just go watch their catalog like in chronological order. So like I started doing that. Like I went back and started watching Mamoru Hosoda's movies in, in chronological order. And it's cool. Like one, it's not that hard to do because it's just a movie. So it's like an hour and a half. And you could even like break it out and watch like a half an hour a day or something like that. But to, to see like the growth of a director over time and to like see how their style develops 
um, for me as someone who like I'm a big fan of anime, but even before that, I was a fan of just like cinema and like the creative process behind like movies and um, you know directors and all that other stuff. So for somebody like me, it's a lot of fun to go back and just to see how their skill and uh, and their storytelling abilities develop over time. And actually, it might be something that I do for hobby addicts is just like each week talk about a different movie in a director's catalog. So that might be something fun to do. Could be. Yeah. I tried doing that with Yuasa, but man, there's some of his stuff is really hard to find. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's a hyper indie sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So well, I guess all I'm of, up, I'm up, I think oh. all of Mamoru Hosoda's movies are on um, Funimation. Funimation. I think so. I like, like a huge chunk of it at yeah. least. Like at least like the last ones from like the most his most recent ones are all definitely on there. Uh, I think it goes all the way back. I think they have everything, including the Digimon movie. So that'd be that I would love to watch that again. <laughs> Cosmo. Yes. Five to one odds. I'll give you five to one odds. Okay. On Beck being on Enzo's list. <laughs> I mean, I, I no, I'm not taking that bet because I, I, I feel like it's a sure thing. Well, then you, if, if, if it's a sure thing, you should bet on it. Wait, hold on. I'm giving you five to one odds. Oh. I mean, we have the list right here. Like you and also, Enzo's listening. I, can, can, I haven't looked at it. But if he really hates you, he could change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it, mm-hmm. Does Enzo have a list on here? Yeah, I do. Kind of. I don't it's see there. It. Oh, it's, it's there. It's a very there. typical Enzo list. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. It. I'm highlighting it's not even it. Bold. I'm highlighting it right now. <laughs> you passed it, Mitz. It's right, right there. Look at that. Right there. Oh, that oh, tiny. Oh, no, no, well, that was even no, harder not, to read. Oh my so god! For no, those I'm, listening, no, he made it all yellow. That tiny little that one line. Okay. This right there. That's me. Yep. All right. Okay. So my next one, as Mitsuki already saw, I don't have Beck on here. Oh, I'll damn. explain why. I'll explain why. So he hates Beck, Beck. Because I, you it's hate the Beck? worst. It's the worst show. He of all time. hates Beck. Oh it's God. his um, least favorite ever. Oh, like guitars, whack. <laughs> Drums, <laughs> whack. Music, whack. <laughs> Who needs music? Who needs any of that, huh? No, not me. Not me. Who are you? And, what you JoJo, watch what is, JoJo. If, if, I ever, if I ever, ever mean that in my life, please smack the fuck out of me. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I don't have Beck on here because Beck is too slow. In my, mm. It's too slow. It's 25 episodes. About 13 of those episodes are straight up hardcore slice of life. Mm. And as much, and even to the point where like me who loves that show more than anything ever sometimes is a little bored like on a, on a bad Whoa. day I, like, I, can't, I cannot possibly watch this episode right now so like what are we hearing yeah it's it's called it's the objective i've gone past the nostalgic lens for beck i and i know i know beck in and out i know what i like about it. i know what i don't like about it it's that's what it is like i i would i just like i've rewatched it like 30 fucking times right, so that's okay. me i don't expect anyone to rewatch beck that much or ever it's a, but it's great it's a, it is a great show it is my it is like my favorite show between that, between like, like three others, but it's, it's like always up there. Anyway, but what's actually on, on your list? What's actually <laughs> on my list is a different music one that I think is very rewatchable, and that's Kids on the Slope. Um, I think Kids on the Slope is very rewatchable because it looks, it's it's it has it has a very refreshing kind of vibe to it as it takes place on the countryside of Japan, and that's always something I like watching because it, the characters tend to be more, I don't know more relaxed not like not like tokyo crazy they're just like countryside 
like chill. And also the music performances are masterfully done. And I like every time I watch the one of those scenes, I feel like I'm watching it for the first time. So I think it's totally worth rewatching if you want to. Cool. I'm not against I mean, you know what? I think uh just for the, just for the music alone. It's nice to hear it. Nice to hear. I'm more into it yeah, for the totally. slopes. For the slopes. Yeah, I just like the slopes. slopes. <laughs> you like Nothing about they're them. Just slopes. sexy slopes, man. Yeah. You really like that hill they walk up every day. Yeah. I just like I like triangles a lot. Mm. Personally. They really do it for me. How do you feel about um like circles? A circle just, is like the infinite points. They triangles. Need the points. Wow. Yeah, Kaldo's a man of corners, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Triangle doesn't have just one point. It has not just two points, it has three points. That's right. It's a, a, yeah. tri- yeah. a tri-pointer. Three points, wait, what? three sides. Wait, what? Yeah, man. <laughs> doesn't get much better than that. No, not really, yeah. dude. <laughs> what do you do if like, you take one of those points away? <gasps> Whoa. Oh, you do monster. You, do you what? just get a line? Who the fuck wants a line? I mean, like, if we can get three of those, then we can talk. Whoa. Three lines? Three lines? Yeah. What is that turn? Hold on, but three lines Wait, without <laughs> three lines without three corners is just dude, it's just, dude, it's just not a triangle though. We put all the lines on top of each other because we're super line. No, this is no. Dude, what is happening? Dude, dude, dude you want to drop some CBD oil with me? I don't think that's gonna do much. His turn is it? <laughs> Mine. It's okay. Mine. So, <laughs> it's his turn. so I rewatched uh, Crest of the Stars with some of the people in the Discord. Um, but most recently, Otaku Cop and I have been working through it. But um, between watching Crest of the Stars when I was a kid and watching it again with um, people on the Discord, it, it watches totally differently for me. Um, and I was really sort of appreciating the different things that I took away from it because it, it, it was no longer about, you know, it used to be about like spaceships and ooh, like battles. Yeah. You know? But like that's not really what Crest of the Stars is about. You know, Crest of the Stars is a lot more about. And I say in like my, my very like the most adult way that I can. It's like about the cultural gaps between civilizations mm. and love. Damn, that can bridge those gaps. Damn, labu. That's deep. Labu, labu. He div- just bridge those <laughs> bridge those cultural divides between groups, even though those groups are at war. Yeah, it's like a wedge has been placed between them. Between its two slopes. Yeah, and a wedge is also a triangle. Whoa. Oh my oh, god. Oh man, you're right. Oh. Shit. Dude, yeah. I did not know that. That's wild. Oh. Back together. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's also about spaceships. <laughs> but oh, but like okay. it was just nice to watch it again because it wasn't the same show to me the second time I watched it. It was even better than the first time. And being able to watch it with a more mature lens it was just uh like a true joy, I thought. I think I feel like to watch. So I'm gonna throw that one in there, you know. There's like this handful of shows that I that I talk about every time, you know. I tried my best. I couldn't stay away from all. Totally. Of them. I couldn't stay away from all of them. But um. I mean, there know. are there are phases for a reason, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's really short, you know. So you can Crest of the Stars is only is only 13 episodes long. So. Okay. Okay, Mandy, you got more. Hi. Um. So I did not put JoJo on my list, but you should watch all of JoJo again because it's always because, fun. It's because. you never, ever not get tired. Wait, you oh, never get tired. No. Oh, never not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, my mind is blown. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> what I did have on my list was very personal. Again, was Natsume Eugene Cho. You will yes. say Natsume Eugene Cho. 
Nanchime. And I guess this could be any Iyashike that uh, you bond with, but um, I rewatch it all the time because it's so relaxing and it's very easy to rewatch because it's episodic. So I can, I don't have to rewatch like episode, episode, episode. I could just put one on and uh, yeah. Just it's, episode. It always brightens my mood. I said you could do this with like Natsume, Mushishi, any of those like healing anime that are very, um, I don't know, just pleasant to watch. And yeah, I rewatch it all the time. <laughs> cool. Nice. cool. Oh, I guess I'm next. You are. Hey, that's me. Um, so I, I again, I kind of like I'm picking categories of anime that you could rewatch. So you know, I went with like the shonen stuff which is always fun to go back and rewatch. I went with the movie catalog for specific directors. And then I'm going to say various sports anime. So specifically, Ooh. I wrote down Haikyuu, Hajime no Ippo, and Major. Can I, just add a, can I just add initial D onto your list? Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's a sport. Drifting. Is, yeah. I so rewatch Kuroko all the time Kuroko, with my sister. <laughs> yeah, Kuroko would be a good one to put on the list. So any, any of those like those feel-good sports anime. Yeah. And I think a great time to watch those is on the treadmill. Mm. So I've been doing a oh, lot. Oh shit, you're right. Right. I cycle. I well, I have a cycle. I have a bike. So Dude, if I cycle when I watch Kuroko. I get super hyped. Hell yeah, man! Like I've been, <laughs> not, you know, since Mitz and me and Enzo are on the road to Shred City. We're Shred to, oh, City, yeah. baby. We're trying to meet Shred City, my guy. Shred City. You know, I've been doing a lot more cardio and stuff, which is the most boring thing ever. Dude, dude, dude. We mm. are, dude. I got this. Yeah. We are, the lion, the Tin Man. And Scarecrow being led by Dorothy to Shred City. Wait, wait, which one's which? I know we gotta figure that out right now. All right. I wanna be I wanna be Scarecrow. I I, I am a Leo. That's, so you are definitely a scarecrow forever. I am yeah, a uh, that, I, I am a Leo, so it yes. only makes sense that I'm the lion. And you are a coward. I'm just, just kidding. I'll be the cowardly <laughs> no, lion. Damn. Yo. So wait, does that make me a tin man? I'll <laughs> Does that make me the tin man then? I'll murderize him. What was the tin man's problem? He had no uh, he had no brain. Oh, okay. I know he had. Facts. Oh, we know he had. Uh, <laughs> oh no 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 no, no sorry. The tin, no, the tin man had. He had no heart. Oh, I forgot what the, the scarecrow. Had, scarecrow scarecrow, had scarecrow no didn't have a brain. Oh, true. Uh, if I only oh, okay, had a brain. Okay, so yeah. Maybe you guys need to switch because okay. like, and of course, is always the one. Of course, actually, what if what doesn't if, have a heart? What if Cosmo is <laughs> Dorothy <laughs> and Mandy is the Tin Man? <laughs> I don't have a heart. I don't no, know. That's not true. If anyone's dead inside, it's. It's probably me. Oh shit! I, should, I don't think so. Should, oh my god! I think man. you just you have so much love. Yeah, wow. so much. Like the Tin Man. Wow. That's right. So much love to give. Oh, miserizum. And I am Dorothy, <laughs> and my ferret is my Toto. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> now moving on. So right. yeah. Oh, what I was saying. Oh, uh, so cardio sucks. Being on a treadmill for forty-five minutes is the most boring thing of all time, and it's hard to like mentally be like, I'm gonna be here for forty-five minutes. <laughs> And like without just quitting and getting off of it. So just I, what I like to do is just throw on an episode of one of these like intense, fun, action-packed sports anime, an episode or two, probably two episodes. Actually, yeah, you can do two episodes in like 45-ish minutes. Yep. Throw that on your phone, place it on the treadmill, and then just get to get to huffing. Get to huffing. Yeah. Huffing yeah. and puffing. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll just do my last two because I feel like we should probably move move yeah, on to we're like on the next section time. yeah but um so my last two is uh one is outlaw star um nice. and i picked this over bebop because bebop you gotta like 
like you watch it the first time, you gotta let it sink into you before you like go back to it. But once you once yeah. you do, you, you should gotta go carry back that to weight. It. Yeah, you gotta carry that weight. You gotta carry that weight. But all that start to me is like such a crazy like it's not a crazy ride, but it's it's a it's a it's it's an adventure that moves pretty well throughout the series. And I also think Gene Starwin is such a like cool looking dude with his robe and and that gun he has is fucking sick. So like just like seeing Gene do things is fun. Uh, I think the cast of characters in that show are, are like weirdly interestingly good together. I don't know how they did made that happen because they they're so different, but they work. And the 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 space racy grappling arm ships are just fucking dope to see do things again. They're so um, awesome. Yeah, my second one is Orin Host Club. I love Orin. I fucking love that anime. I love Orin Host Club so much. <laughs> it is just so like happy and like pink and just up tempo and the um inter op is iconic kiss, and i really yeah yes it's kiss, so fucking kiss, great it's awesome <laughs> and um i've rewatched that show a bajillion times because anytime a friend of mine wants to watch like a, a cute anime it's the first one i put on like like a new a new uh, a new anime fan that wants to watch a cute one i'm like oh i'm always like watch it on a host club it's so classically anime it's so anime the anime is so anime um and i feel like people will know what i mean when i say that i don't know it's so it's just super fucking anime so those are my last two for like the four shows i think are super rewatchable that are within my taste um and yeah I'm ho- i hope you guys like those shows and if you already watched them then watch them again here 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 are the rest of mine in 20 seconds uh golden boy is a short six episode of va and it's it never gets old it's hilarious you haku show i've watched it the yeah. i've watched the first like 100 episodes of oh, you haku show probably four times and it never it never gets old i enjoy it so much and my roommate just finished let's just finish all of it and dude you're, you're, interrupting, you're interrupting my 20 seconds and spice and wolf is just you know you know how you know how you hear easy listening yeah. spice and wolf is easy watching you just kind of mm-hmm. you're just a, you're just along for the ride that's my 20 seconds i want to okay wa- i had Oh, sorry. And hold us. You can go ahead. I was just gonna say I want to watch people watch the first episode of Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, gotcha. See how they react. Um, I had Ghost in the Shell because I thought it was interesting to go back and compare it to like how technology is progressing. Yeah. Uh, today, um, I did also Penguin Drum and Utena, and pretty much anything else Ikuhara because it's interesting after you finish the series to go back and like search for all the little hidden hidden meanings and symbolisms. Um. I'm going to roll through some of the stuff that Icy Rose put on here from himself and from social media. Icy Rose. Did Kazo go through the rest of his? Oh, I mean, I didn't have a lot left on mine. It was, uh, if anything, it was going to go along with kind of what you said about Lost Star. I was going to say any like uh, fun, um, like Toonami type shows. So like Cowboy Bebop. Gotcha. uh, Or Trigun might be a lot of fun just to watch. Trigun. Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo. Hell yeah. So that's pretty much all I had left. (laughs) So. Icy Rose wrote Attack on Titan after reading the manga and knowing all of the plot twists. It really made him think a lot about a lot more about the series with the knowledge and the context of, you know, the, the, the various characters' actions. Uh, he also wrote Dudadada, but he also but then he wrote Bacano as well. Really enjoyed watching a second time to get a better grasp of the intersection intersecting storylines. I agree with that. Bacano was a show that I went back and watched again when I was in college. Um, let's see here. We got some we got some from social media here. Um, Knights of Sidonia, um, Megan Taylor Morrow. I'm watching Knights of Sidonia, and it really holds up. I've got a terrible memory, so despite that, I've seen this already twice. She's already forgotten most of the moments. So, um, also Konosuba, 
She wrote down Konosuba. Oh, and also John oh, yeah. John that's a good pick. John Ronald also wrote Konosuba season one with dub with English dub this time. Um, working way also through ReZero with English dub on Blu-ray. Eduardo Mijangos. Mid- some of these names I might I might mess up a little bit. Uh, Nodame Contablia and Lovely Complex. Good, good Richard Kingston wrote uh, Gun and Build Fighters and Aquarion Evil. Matthew Vandiver, Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Is going to be watching it on Blu-ray. Deborah Man- Mandrich, uh, Mandich wrote uh, Jellyfish Princess, Sailor Moon, Madoka oh. Magica, and from Twitter, Princess Jellyfish is great. Caroline Woodward wrote um, Sangatsu No Lion. There's yes. still so much wholesomeness to absorb, and since it's uh, quite a few episodes and story arcs, you can forget some of the details. And then finally, Psychotic Break from Twitter wrote Dead Man Wonderland, which is very fitting. Nice. Okay, well that's the end of the topic. Now, now, now for the trivia. Now. For the intro trivia question, that is a little bit extra this time. I got it. Alrighty, so after their break, we answer this question, and that is put these series in order of how many episodes they have least to most. Crayon Shinchan, uh, Saze San, Case Closed Detective Conan, or One Piece? And we'll answer it after the break. See you soon. Hey, all you anime addicts, Mitsuki's back. Time for the second round of anime news. Well, the Evangelion store has celebrated its 13th anniversary, paid way back on December 15th, and it had a poll that it did that was asking people not only what their favorite characters from Evangelion shows were, but also what their favorite character movie combinations were. And by that, I mean that characters such as Rei, Ayanami, will be appearing multiple times on the list from different movies. People feel about her differently, I guess, depending on what movie she's in. So there's some pretty interesting uh, choices here, and it looks like they're only allowing Ava pilots in the poll. The top 10 list was Mari from Evangelion 3.0, Mari from Evangelion 2.0, Shinji from Evangelion 1.0, Kowaru from Evangelion 2.0, Rei from 1.0, Shinji from... 2.0, 2.0, Asuka from 3.0, Ray from 2.0, and the top two, Kowodu from Evangelion 3.0, and the favorite Evangelion pilot slash movie combo of all time by a long, pretty wide margin is Asuka from Evangelion 2.0. You cannot advance. So for those of you that are Ava fans, you have to weigh your personal opinions against that poll, and you can find the poll online uh, if you want to if you want to reference it. Next up, more news on the Snow Festival in Japan up in Sapporo. We just talked about that in the last news break. They always do anime and game sculptures at the Snow Festival. And by that, I mean massive walls of ice that are 20, 30 feet wide and also 20 feet tall of your favorite anime properties. And this year, it looks like they have a pretty huge sculpture depicting the young versions of Kirito, Eugeo, and Alice from Sword Art Online Alicization. So it took approximately a month to sculpt this structure, which just, just gives you an idea of how huge it is. These are people using chainsaws and stuff to do this. So the art sculpture is located at the Odori Sites 8th block. The Snow Festival is going to be running until February 11th, which is, well, tomorrow. So if you want to check out this, this sculpture, you won't be able to do it in person, but you'll be able to do it on the internet 
There's an article for on Anime News Network that has some pretty good photos of the ice sculpture in Japan, and it does look pretty impressive. Next up, we have some follow-up news on the story regarding Vic Mignogna and the sexual harassment allegations. Rooster Teeth has reached out and has announced that they are going to be dropping Vic Mignogna from the Ruby, R-W-B-Y, role. It said, quote, effective today, Vic Mignogna is no longer a part of the cast of Ruby, and Rooster Teeth is ending all associations with Mignogna. This is will not affect the creative content of Ruby. So this is coming after another week or so of news spiraling on Twitter with fellow voice actors and actresses on Twitter speaking out against Vic Mignogna, including Monica Rial, who had some pretty uh, interesting things to say regarding the, the, the allegations and other voice actresses as well. So this is a story that interests you. I'm not really going to extrapolate too much on it here, but you can definitely find endless content about it online all over Twitter and on websites like Anime News Network. So if you're interested, go check it out. This is Mitsugi, and this was your Anime News Break yet again. And now it's time to get back to more of the podcast. Hey, Mitz, what's the website? Oh, Enzo, you'll never believe this. What? Oh, no. JList.com is going to release a Church of Mitsugi PC game. Hello. It's called Moe Stomp Stomp Deluxe Edition. Deluxe? It's a turn-based RPG where you go on a quest to rid the world of Moe Girls. I commissioned it from JList. I didn't know JList.com sold anime PC games. Oh, yeah, Enzo. JList.com and JustURSA are the same company. They sell hundreds of English-language visual novels, such as Fate Stay Night and Steins Gate, and they have adult games as well. And Moe Stomping games. Moe Stomping is not a game. It's life, Enzo. Life. Right. Oh, I see. They have the new Mad Pompadour 12 Good Hair Days. <laughs> Let's get that for Kazuo. JList.com, your home for all your Moe stomping and Pompadour game needs. Oh, and most other anime games as well. The Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast presents How Does Chiaki Play the Good Cop? I don't care how important what you are saying is in real life, in anime, in any media. I don't care how touching the music is or how the character relations are being developed. If you have a shot while this discussion or this meaning is being delivered or is taking place and in the foreground of this shot, I have a bikini girl's ass in my face. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It stops mattering. So if you want to have your message, have your message. If you want to have your bikinis, have your bikinis. But bikinis, Trump. She's still working on it. She really can't. She's not going to. You can't play good cop at all. Back to the show. Welcome back to the 459th episode of the Anime Axonomous podcast. It's good to have you guys really with us. And um, we had a little bit of a tricky in-show trivia question. The, qu- the question was... Put these series in order of how many episodes they have currently, from least to most. And they are Crayon Shinchan, Sazai San, Case Closed, and One Piece. And you're, most of you are going to be very surprised to find that One Piece is not even close to the longest. Detective Conan mm-hmm. is the shortest of these, with 800 episodes. Oh my god. One Piece, second place, with 831, which is way too many. 
Shinchan, 970. Oh and Sazai-san, with an unbelievable 7,071 episodes. Sazai-san? Really? 7,071 7, episodes yes. for Sazai-san. How? Are they really short? No, it's been running for like running 50 like years. Shot. Yeah, and they are shorter episodes. 50 but yeah, but yes. Yeah, Sazai-san has been running basically nonstop since... Jesus, hold on, let me see if I can find out real quick. Oh my gosh, it does say still currently airing from 1969 until today. Yeah. And it's also the highest Holy rated. Shit. It's also the highest rated anime in Japan and has been since since forever. Really? Oh, oh. Yeah. oh yeah, every single week. I don't even do that any. I don't even do that anymore where I read the ratings because it's always size it's not at the top. It's boring. That'd be <laughs> so interesting to see the progression of how much like the quality has changed. I remember watching Sazai-san in like onsen bathhouses in Japan. It'd be like on TV. That's in awesome. In front of the reclining chairs. I'd be like, oh, it's just a hero. Is that what was playing when you and I were in the in the sauna? Or was that My Hero? We were watching My Hero in the sauna, right? How do you get this mixed up with My Hero? <laughs> I don't know. But it just triggered the memory. Slightly different. I was too distracted by your nakedness, Enzo. I don't remember. This is true. Ah, uh, that was I wa- it. I was quite naked. You're right. Yes. Yes, you were. Well, you know what's also great that's not a sauna? A five-star review? A five-star review. It's time for iTunes review. Go, somebody, now. Of course, you can always leave us a five-star review by heading to the website AAA Podcast. No, that's not true. By going to iTunes. You can also go to the website. Uh, Just like Rookie93 did. (laughs) I like the subject line of this review. It just says, quote, Good. And uh, <laughs> he's very short with a re- review hit. It says, it is the best and most professionally done all-around anime podcast I have found. Good job, y'all. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you very much. We're <laughs> going to do a good job. Now, good. is 93, was that his rookie year? Like, do you think he's a professional athlete? Oh, shit. Like mm, a retired professional athlete? I don't know. Or maybe he's a, maybe he's a rookie human in 93 is when he was Damn. born. He's a, Or he's a rookie-level Digimon. Mm. That's possible. Or his power level is just 93. Mm. That's um, pretty powerful. Yeah. I was very interested. thank you. I was interested in the (laughs) results of a poll we had on the website recently. I was asking people how they felt about CG anime. Since they seem to, since CG seems to be a thing that just happens. Oh, yeah. This is interesting. That just happens like all the time now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm about to do an impression on an anime that is pretty much a CG anime. And I was was surprised by the results with 41% of people saying if it looks good, it's fine with them. And yeah, and thirty three percent of people saying they were will- generally willing to give it a try, mm-hmm. uh, with only eight, with only fifteen percent saying that they don't watch CG anime. So most vast, the vast majority of people actually like or are very open, open to, to watching it. CG anime, which is very mm-hmm. kind of nice to see that people, you know, are coming at uh, coming at anime with an open minded angle. So what's also interesting is that like eleven percent of people said they straight up like it. So. That's that's interesting. I mean, I've only just in my dealings with people generally it's tolerated, but to actively right. like CGI, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just thought I'd throw that out there because it was kind of it was a very interesting poll. Also, if you guys haven't voted for the anime Oscars yet, we're gonna be doing our anime Oscar show in like two weeks. That's right. So yes, right. you still have a chance to vote on from the website. There's a link on the web there's a huge bar across the front of the website. You can just go there and vote. It takes a couple minutes. But um you can still do that. And now yeah. it's time for impressions. Today we're going to be doing impressions. Impression time. Believe it. 
Now, Mandy has two, Enzo has two, and I have one. And so I have none. It makes no sense for me to go first, so why don't you guys can, fight over it? I can go first. I can go first. If that's okay with you, Not Mandy. Not much of a fight at all. I don't care. Yeah, so, the, and the reason why I want to go first is because, like, Mitsugi's anime he's going to talk about is CG-driven. The one I, one of the two I have is also CG-driven, and that one is Konya no Kotobuki Hikotai, which is the magnificent Kotobuki. Um, and this anime, I picked it, I remember my impression, I recall saying that I picked it because... I think I thought the, the show had a lot of potential for um, a good cast of characters having like a very organic flow to their conversation and the, how they mesh together. And I was right about that actually. The watching the show gave up gave off that feeling. And in the con- in context for that is that the show is about um, this group of airplane pilots, like um, propeller plane pilots. Um, the group, their group is called Kotobuki. It's, it's, I think it's five girls or six girls, and they're, they're, a, they're a flight group for hire. Like if you want protection of your ship, you hire them. If you want them to, do, to, you know, pick something up for you, you hire them. They're for hire. Um, it, and the show kicks off with them hanging out and talking and talking, and immediately you get that you get, you get like they're all immediately split into the tropes. You get like the the very serious leader you get the very mono you get the monotone the monotone gray-haired red-eyed girl that speaks in very monotone voice you get the spunky you like the genki girl you get the um the sub leader that's also very like um uh she's very charming and stuff like that so they 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 immediately all go into their tropes which is like fine like i that's whatever um what and the story, there's no real story as of the first three episodes yet. Um, mostly they go through two jobs in the first three episodes. Um, but in those two jobs, you get to see some plane action. And let me tell you, the plane stuff, the plane stuff's dope. Um, where Mitsugi's pole comes in is that the show is completely CG. And a little fun fact that Aishiro pointed out to me a little earlier is that the studio behind this animation style in this anime specifically is the studio that worked on the 2016 version of berserk so that is was not appealing to the eyes but this is way better um they so the studio has made a bit of progress with this and the and the show doesn't look that bad it really doesn't there are moments where it looks really good actually but for the most part it's kind of it's a little janky still um they like the characters don't move very flowy they kind of they kind of like you can tell they're like objects like like art assets moving, you know what I mean? So that's for like the non-plane parts. For the plane parts, believe it or not, the CG looks pretty pretty, pretty good and smooth. Um, and But the best part about the plane action is the sound design. The sound design for these plane scenes is incredible. Like as I'm listening, like I, I, I watch uh, on my PC, I barely use the speakers. I just use my headset because I like the way the sound, the, I, I love the sound quality of my headset. Um, and it is full, like high quality stereo airplane war sounds, and like I'm talking about like the and like you hear it go like from your left ear to your right ear, and it feels super like you're like super immersed in the plane action, and the bullets sound really intense when they shoot, and the propeller it's really good, like the sound's super 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 good. Um, so to me, that's like the biggest highlight of the show. The second highlight is that the cast really gels super well together. Like it's it's fun to hear them talk to each other. Um, where where I where the show loses me is that it didn't really present a solid like premise. 
and the animation is still not like it's not not it's like not there yet where like I, I like it kept my eyes glued to the screen in fact i unfortunately found myself like slightly nodding off sometimes because i was kind of like like i liked the characters but i wasn't it, i didn't invest myself in any of them um but if you like if you want to see some cool like steampunky propeller plane action watch the show because the plane stuff is good shit and it sounds amazing but for me and my and my review purposes, um, I would I, I'm going to spend my time elsewhere. So I will be failing the magnificent Kotobuki, which is streaming on High Dive. But if you want to watch it, you definitely should. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Next. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll go next. I will do Kakegurui season two. Um, so season two is by the same studio, Studio Mappa, um, same director, every, the cast, as far as I can tell, is completely the same. Um, it's actually a Netflix exclusive, so legally you can't actually watch it yet here if you're in the States, so, um, but I had to from my, uh, impression of it, so don't hate me. But, uh, so the first season of Kagegurui, um, had an anime original ending, because the series caught up to the manga and they weren't sure of how to end it. So the anime writers wrote in their own ending to it. And in season two, we're jumping back into the manga, but like at a different point, which was very jarring for me. Cause, um, and I'm not really sure why they decided to go with this decision. And um, in the first episode, we're jumping straight back into the gamble where, and straight like into, like a gamble is taking place with Jabami and Ikishami are gambling against this new girl uh, where they put their fingers inside of this box that has like all these strings attached to it and all the strings are going inside of the box and only one of them is holding up a guillotine so the gamble is they take turns cutting strings and the you lose if you pull your finger out of the box and um, like if you get too scared and pull it out or if someone cuts the string and the guillotine chops their fingers off (laughs) so it's insane but um and this like bleeds into the second episode where it actually goes back in time before like that gambles takes place and we're introduced to like new members of the school who are in this like family clan and their goal is like to dethrone Mobami and uh and put someone more powerful into the um student council and so they start challenging uh powerful students in the school it's all ridiculous but the new girl in this finger cutting gamble is one of those members and so after we're introduced to them it jumps back to that gamble at the end so we can see how it ends and it was so jarring i don't know why they decided to do that and it did not sit well with me but other than that it's pretty much the same as the first season i like that um that the third episode did take Yumiko out of the picture so we get to see her two friends work together in a gamble instead of just having Jabami figure everything out by herself. But it's not an easy series for me to recommend to people because it does have issues. Um, there's no real sense of danger, even though they're, these new gambles are very dangerous. Uh, like so far, the two that they've shown are like uh, putting their lives in danger. But we know that Yumiko's always going to find some way to solve 
solve it. So there isn't much actual stakes in it. But I still find it a lot of fun because it's so over the top and silly that it's hard for me to take it seriously. But and I like the I still love the pretty girls making hideous faces thing that does. But yeah, it reminds me a lot. It reminds me a lot of prison school in that like uh, the way that that's done. But um, uh, yeah, and the OP and ED are not as good as season ones, but the OP is still like visually very entertaining. Um, I had fun with the first season. I think I ended up only giving it like a six or a seven out of ten because I just like it's okay, it's fun. I thought it was a fun watch, but this one, I I don't know. It could be end up being fun as well, but I'm not going to pass it because. I don't know. It didn't do anything to make me think, wow, this could really surpass season one. If I only gave season mm-hmm. one like a six or a seven out of ten, then eh, it's probably not going to do, you know, do anything amazing. But if you like season one, give this one a shot when it when it releases on Netflix. Don't be a bad person like I don't am. Don't be bad. Shame. Don't be bad. Be good. Shame. We're being bad for you. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shimmy shames. Shame. Okay. Shame on Mandy bye for bye, watching this illegally. I okay. know, man. Don't do it. So I <laughs> am doing an impression on a show called Kamuri Kusa, which I never... When I watched this trailer, I said I'd have a 5% chance of passing this anime. Yeah. I think you may, from, from the, from the uh, episode that we did where we kind of laid the season out, that's, not, that's what I said. Because it was very like Moe girls bouncing around and... Like, nothing happened in the trailer. It was the most boring trailer ever. Uh, so, Kemuri Kusa is an anime that is done by the pe- same people that did Kemono Friends. So, that was the that was the takeaway, like, right off the bat from it. And it kind of... Kemono Friends is that cute cute anime that has all the little characters that look like, like animal people. Um, mm. I haven't watched it, but I've seen pictures. And, like, the, 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 the feel of these characters isn't that much different than that, you know? They're, they're little cute characters, you know, a lot like that. And Kemuri Kusa is based on an ONA, a Wicca web animation, that won the 24th CG anime contest back in 2012. So it's oh, like, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's like it's a pretty well received property that you know ran from 2010 to 2012 in full CG, and you know it, it, it had pretty good reception. So uh, this is done by Studio Yao Yorozu, which you know, they haven't done a whole lot. You know, it's it's um, you know, studios with sort of, with sort of like limited uh, production. I would say Th- they've done pretty much Kimono Friends, and that's you know like the bulk the bulk of what they've done. So you know, I start watching this anime, and and like the synopsis, there was not really much a, much of a synopsis to go with when I uh, when I when I was doing the like you know laying out the season of this and. It's probably because there's not much story in this anime. It's about these girls. If I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's because this the it's very like cryptic. This anime, it's very very odd. There's like these, there's these, there's this girl who they there's a bunch of these girls, and I think they're all like clones of each other. Is kind of what I kind of what I'm guessing is going on here, but because a lot of them look the same. And they all have the same color hair, and all their names start with an R. So there's like there's like Rina, there's Ritsu, there's Rin. Like they they they're all very similar, and they're surviving in this world where they're living in like a an old busted up 
like JR JR train car. I don't know if it's a JR, but like it's a definitely a train. It's definitely a train car. And there are these like red bugs that attack attack them, and they God it, it it almost like in a strange way this anime reminds me of like Pikmin in a way because there's like these colored powers in this show. So like there's this girl. One of the girls has this power where she can extend like, like, almost like green energy that like can make tubes, and they use the tubes to like bring water back to their train car from like very very far off distances. And she also uses her like green powers to like make the train car move, like that. Like she'll lift the train car up and put it on the tracks, and then make the train move. And then like at a certain portion through the first three episodes, they decide that they're going to travel from the island that they are on to begin with to a different island. And they do that by putting the train back on the tracks and she kind of pushes it from behind with like her tail green thingy. And then there's like red powers and there's blue powers, but the blue powers, they don't really know what that, what it does yet because they only discover that in the first three episodes and like in episode three. And I didn't get far enough to, to like know what it was for, but like all these different colors have meaning. And, they find this boy who gets sucked into their water tank with, along with a bunch huh. of water, and his name's Wakaba. And they think right off the bat they think he's like a bat, like a like they, they think he's a bug, right? They're like, oh, it's a red bug, it's gonna kill us. And so like they tie him up and put him on like the you know, so out in the open so they can get, get get a good look at him. And they decide that they're going to use one of the girls has like this leaf power. She can like blast this light with this energy and like it, it has, it has a great effect in destroying the bugs. So they, they use it on him hoping it will kill him, but it, it actually like energizes him. Like it makes him sparkly. And so they're like, Oh, he's not a red bug. Like, what is he? Like, they don't know what he, he just looks like a boy, you know, like, what is he? I don't know. Um, and so like this anime, it's weird. Like it's really interesting. Like, it, yes, it's it's pretty moe, and the girls are obnoxious when they when they're like you know in the forefront, but like it's so, the world that they're in is so dark and nothing makes sense, and nothing is I, nothing I'm watching is like oh this is what it is like, like this anime is not like anything I've seen before, it's very, um I I, I like I almost want to watch more of it just to see like what the hell is going on in this show, and you know where it's going, and what the hell is it about? You know, because I can't even tell you honestly after three episodes and that, and that, and that sounds ridiculous, but like, if you watch it, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. And they basically are leaving the Island that they're on to go to a, one of the other islands. They all have numbers because they need water and they can live on water. Like they'll, they'll, they'll drink like, like all this water and they'll be like set for days. Like they're not even human. Like, I don't know what they are. I have no idea. The boy he doesn't need near, he doesn't need as much water. He can only drink so much. Like, and they're like, "Oh, why don't you need? You know, why don't you drink water like we do?" Like, it doesn't make sense. Nothing in the show is uh, explainable. And but I'm I'm gonna fail the anime because nothing, virtually almost nothing happened in the first three episodes, other than just them doing things with no explanation whatsoever and with almost no no attempt to help the viewer to comprehend what is going on, and also just like not a lot happened other than they found this boy and they decided they were going to go to a different island because they needed water. And it's a very treacherous journey. Like something bad happens every time they do this. Someone dies every time. And they've, they've done it before. And so like when where, where episode three ends is like they are, you know, on their way to a different island and 
it's just like, I don't even know, man. It's almost like the world got destroyed and everything's dark and black and covered in red fog and there's these bugs that try to kill you and humans are gone and they've been replaced by like a handful of these little girl girls who like have powers, but you don't know if they're even human or what the hell they are. And then there's like this random human boy for no reason. Like it just doesn't make any sense at all, but it's very intriguing. I, I'm very intrigued by it. I didn't hate watching it, but like, I don't, I, I can't say that it's going to be more than that for the whole run. Like, I just don't know what the hell to expect from it. And I don't want to like pass it and, you know, waste a pick if, if, if it is just, more of what the, what it has been currently the entire time. I need answers. I need lots of answers. <laughs> um, but this anime is very intriguing, you know. And this is another one that was on the bubble. I'm like, okay, it's on the bubble. And I said that because it is intriguing enough that I want to pass it. I was hoping when you said I need answers, I was going to jump in and I say, know. do you want answers? The truth? And then you were going to say, <laughs> you um, can't. No, 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 no. You said, I need answers. I said, you want answers? And then Play you say, the- I think I'm entitled. Do you want answers? I, want I think oh, I'm into. No. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, I thought you were gonna play that drop. <laughs> you live under the same freedoms that I provide. You, you need me on that you, wall. You. So, <laughs> it isn't a bad show. It's very intriguing. I, I kind of want to pass it because it's intriguing, but I also, it's very risky because like I don't know, it could just be nothing the whole time. I don't think anybody's watching it. it has like a five on my anime list. No one, no one likes it. No one cares. Um, so I'm gonna fail it, but it really isn't. A, that bad it's just it has a five out of ten because nothing's happened so um also like virtually nobody's watching this so um here we go but uh way better than i thought like i thought this was gonna like make me want to like tear my hair out when i was watching it gotcha. that's my favorite fail drop yeah because it's so good why are you, are you hum- <laughs> because i don't have hair yeah well i see i used to have hair Right, right, right. And right. then, like, you know, this podcast, 10 years, yes. there has been a, 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 a more than a few shows yeah. where I'm like, I, I'm losing my shit. And I start tearing my hair out. Right. Before you know it, nine years later of this podcast, I have no hair. One hair for each terrible show you've had I mean, look, I had, I had plenty of hair when we started podcasting. Right. And I gradually had less and less of it. Yeah, and the true. one day I was like, I might as well just finish it off. It's over. You know, I watched something yeah. like, I watched something I like uh, you know... Something I just couldn't handle. Yeah. And it's just, that was the end of it. I just tore all my hair out. I feel you. And that's where we are now. I'm sure I'll get there one day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well we all will. You must you just cope and Not everybody, me. Every, everybody copes Hopefully. in different ways. Maybe you won't tear your hair out. Maybe you'll do something else. Mm. I'll tear, mm. tear my pubic hair out only. Ooh. Oh, I just geez. go bald. <laughs> well, that's not, oh, said, you know, that, that's not as bad as having no hair on your head. Is I'm finding out the ladies don't yeah. mind a guy. Who's all right, well, all right, moving along. <laughs> moving you know, on. Yeah, you know, you know who has, you know who has a good, you know who has a good head of hair. Uh, who's that? Fucking mob from Mob Psycho 100, which is the anime I'm going to talk about now. Does he? I think Does his bowl, his bowl cut is 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 uh is cute. Oh okay. I think his bowl, I think his bowl cut's kind of cute. Uh, Mob Psycho 100. Season two is obviously the anime that comes after season one, which is a very beloved anime um, series. I so this is like the weird thing about me is that when I really like something, I tend to not want to say that much about it um, because I think everyone should just go experience like as blind as as blind as they can. Um, Mob Psycho 100 season two takes place uh, shortly after Mob Psycho 100 season one. I think I don't think the timing matters that much. Between the two seasons, but oh, it matters. It, it, um, it is just 
wonderful, man. It is just wonderful. Mob continues to be this ball of good, wholesome greatness that just pops the fuck off when he needs to. He seems to me more confident than the first season. Um, it, uh, it, it's just, it's just so good. I don't even know what to what to say. It's so, it's it's great. Mob is great. Mob is great. I love Mob so much. Reagan the is, animation is fantastic. Yeah, they they pop off on the animation. The opening is awesome. I showed my friends the opening. They they just because like they're art, my friends are art directors. And they're just like holy shit. That op is a lot in, in a good way. Um, Reagan is still like the funniest piece of shit ever. Um, the memes have been top tier on Twitter uh, with him. And Reagan. it's yeah Reagan. Did, did, I, did I say Reagan? <laughs> did you i don't remember <laughs> did i say reagan <laughs> ew fuck yes but yeah him um oh my god if i said Re- if i said reagan please flame me on twitter holy shit i think um, you did i did I, I, I think i did too but um but yeah so so far Shame. i mean oh, I, deserve, I deserve it i deserve it but so far again like i, I just don't want to i just want to tell people that if you love season one you're going to love season two even more because the characters you already love them. They have changed. If they, if you feel like they've changed, they've changed for the better. I think Mob does feel more mature, um, more out, like outwards. Um, he's but although still reserved and being good. And the first episode really stuck with me. I still think about it a lot. Um, when he helped that girl out, and yeah, I to no one's surprise, I'm going to pass season two. Everyone should watch season two. It's great. That's all I know it sounds it sucks to say, but it's great. That's all I want to say. I don't want to say anything more. Is that okay? I don't think I've ever been this excited. You're excited. Feel these nipples. I was also running out of time. Fuck. Well, there you go. It's great. Yeah. Watch it. It's just great. Yeah, it really like I I know it sounds stupid to say, but it, it's great. Like, people should just watch this season too. It's good stuff. Okay. It is really good. It's yeah. like my favorite of the season right now. Yeah. Um yeah, so my last one is Kaguya-sama Love is War. It is a manga adaptation by A1 Pictures. It's being directed by Shinichi Omata, who also directed Rakugo, uh, Rakugo Shinju. So um, just to give you like a brief description, I've, like, I've mentioned the show before when I picked it, that I love the manga. <laughs> I ended up, I read one volume of it and thought it was so funny that I went and bought the next one like straight after. Good. Um, and just to give you a brief description, Kaguya-sama is about these two kids who are going to this very elite academy. They are secretly in love with each other, but they have like too much pride to admit it. So they enter these mind games to try and force the other person to confess hey first. You're looking so fine. The heck? What? Was that on purpose? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Uh, I don't know if you could hear me, but I said, so they enter these mind games that try and force the other person to confess first. And because the person who confesses their love first is the weak one in their, like, relationship's power dynamic. And there's also, like, this chaos element in Chica, who has no idea what's going on between the two. And, uh, I read the first four volumes so far of the manga, and I loved it, but I originally had concerns about the jokes not translating well into anime, so... But after I watched the first episode, like, my fears melted away, because Shinichi Omata is such a fantastic director. It's so visually stimulating. Um, 
the person behind the editing also worked on a lot of the Monogatari series, and it really shows because the OP, if you watch the OP, it pretty much reflects the rest of the series. It's crazy visuals. Um, the mental mind games are reflected in a way that's like so over the top that it kind of, in a way, reminds me of JoJo. <laughs> Their inner monologues are accompanied by these like visuals that reflect what they're thinking or feeling with color changes and lines and shapes and different textures. It's it's great. If even if you have like no interest in their little game of what's going on, it's so interesting to watch. But um each episode's broken up into like these smaller stories with uh some common like rom-com tropes and being turned into mind games whether it's like someone offered them movie tickets and they're trying to manipulate the other person to asking them out first or they're playing a word game to try and trick the other person into giving away their feelings or sharing the umbrella trope turns into like a battle uh to convince the other person to offer up their umbrella first and it's it sounds ridiculous and it is but if you watch it it's actually really well thought out um they are, they're both constantly scheming and trying to dive deep into the other one's mind, trying to figure out like what the other person's thinking and how they could turn that against them. Kind of like Death Note in a way. It's weird. Like I called this the uh, rom-com of Death Note. <laughs> it's wow. so silly. I like the Death Note of rom-coms. It's so Wait, silly. Wait, that's actually really good. <laughs> there, there actually is a Death Note of rom-coms. I, I know. I've never watched that one. Oh, you're that, not missing that out. That one's literally the... Death Note of rom-coms. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but, um, and then Chica always ends up, like, throwing wrenches into their plans, but, oh, uh... I love her. We also get, like, a few short stories that show that these two are not just, like, awful, prideful kids, and maybe they, they do care about other people, and maybe they only, like, convince themselves that it's, like, a matter of pride, and maybe it's, like, they're just scared, but, um... It's a ton of fun. I think it's a, a nice spin on the whole romantic comedy genre. It's very visually entertaining. The voice yeah. acting's fantastic. The music is great. And everyone in the entire anime community has seen Chica's dance. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> but I'm passing it because it's so much fun. And I, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I've loved this show, too. Yeah, Aizuru says it's the death note meets Kaiji. <laughs> Uh, Icy, Rose, Icy Rose said it's the Death Note meets Kaiji as a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, I love that show, too. I'm so glad that we're passing it because I've high-key been waiting for that show every week. Like, Yeah, it's a lot it. of fun. I it's love so it. so good. Mm-hmm. So I love how as we do this, we... Um, and by the way, we've passed six sh- six shows now out of out of our eight. Only two day. remain. And as we do go through this list, we are basically filling in the the top eight that the Facebook group listed before we even started doing this, which they already predicted that we would pass Promise Neverland, Shield Hero, Dororo, Mob Psycho, and Kaguya-sama Love is War. So the only one who broke that was I, I passed The Price of Smiles. So, but there are uh, five shows left for us to do impressions on, and we have two more to pass. So, oh, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I don't know which ones of those are going to make it, but yes, you do. I do actually. Don't lie to them. I do know. It's true. <laughs> don't lie to them. We we'll, can pretend like we don't. We'll know find yet. out. We'll find Who out next knows? week though when we wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Um. On that note, let's move on to the mailbags. Do it. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. 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 Mailbag, bag, bag, bag. Oh, 
yeah. If you want to submit a mailbag, aaapodcast.com is the place to do it. You can click the mailbag button. Click that button. Yeah, just touch it. Just touch it. And then you can submit a mailbag. Or hentai just mailbag. Just touches. Just, just touches. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, why are you? I've lost my mind. You've been I don't know. That song to like. Uh, I know. I was doing it on our breaks too. Oh my god! First round back. I sing it to myself. First round back. Trend by... City. Trend, Trend City. I don't know what the hell's going on. Manny's lost it. I got it. Guys, I spent two weeks with drugs pumping through my veins. I don't know mm, what's going I wish on. I could have some drugs. All right. Uh, first round back <laughs> is by is submitted by Icy Rose. <laughs> Icy Rose writes, I was wondering some video. I was watching some videos on YouTube about Kenji Inafune, how he went from being the father of Mega Man to the man behind the, the travesty that was Mighty Number no. Nine, and started wondering, does anime have any major creators that started out with a major legacy and great promise, but has since devolved over time and become a disappointment? Basically, is there an anime equivalent of M Night Shyamalan? Hmm. I mean, if you ask, I guess me, like. The first person that that came to mind to me was like Watanabe, even though damn like, his work. You son of a bitch! I, I, That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, because like, well, the thing is, like, if you start out with like, damn. if you just make Bebop and Shampoo, and then like, what like since then, and kids on the slope, nothing, and kids on the slope, like, yeah, you started with those, like, like Terra Resonance was just not a thing. Terrible, you know? like, Man, it was terrible. Yeah, terrible. Not, it doesn't hold a candle to them. <laughs> but I mean, he has more time. He Carol and Tuesday is coming out in the spring. Oh, which is his newest one. We'll see how that one goes. Yeah, maybe that's this is his chance at redemption. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I think what I happens know. a lot of times in these situations is that like the directors or creators, um, when they when they make something that's like so widely accepted as like really good, a lot of times they can then kind of write their own pass. Like this happened with George Lucas, where it's like he is the creator of Star Wars, so they just let him do whatever he wants, and then without somebody there to kind of check you. You just run wild and, you know, you find that you generally can't really create great things without other people's input. So I think that's possibly what happened with, with someone like him as well. I would like to Maybe. add, um, controversially probably, I would like to add um, one of the Mecca fathers to this list. And that is uh, Shoji Kawamori. Because I mean, this is a guy who did like Super Dimension Fortress, Macross, Macross. Yeah, do you remember Love? Like yeah, Macross yeah, yeah, yeah. used to be like the shit, and now it is shit. And now it's like Macross Frontier, <laughs> Macross Delta. Yeah. It's just like uh, we haven't had like dude, old school Macross was awesome. We haven't had like awesome old school Macross in like decades, you yeah. know. And it's like, you know, I mean, where did that go? You know, like Macross Delta was like dog turds. Yeah, you know, it's like I. I I, I want to go back to the days of like badass mechas, you know, and cool shit. So I'm, I'm going to throw that one out there. Not everyone's going to agree, but, you know, some people were like, I love Macross Frontier. Japan loves the shit out of Macross oh, Frontier. Yeah. Like, probably nothing has made more money than Macross Frontier well, in the last 50, 20 years. Cute, that anime. Cute dancing and singing girls. I mean, that anime, holy shit. I mean, it made a freaking insane amount of money. It's no wonder they just went straight ahead with Macross Delta and did more of the same. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, do you know how many listen, PVC figures we can sell? Listen, if you made a billion dollars, probably more than a billion dollars, if you made a billion dollars, let's just call it off of off of an anime, mm-hmm. you'd probably make another one just like it. Sure. Which is why they're making like 12 Avatar movies. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there. I know you're tempted as hell I'm right trying now. to think. I don't know. No. You can't. No, because he was never good. <laughs> oh, so shit. he didn't fall oh, off. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! You just absolutely torched Makoto Shinkai. Uh, he's fine. You hated him since the beginning. He's okay. I mean, his stuff's pretty. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. His back like stuff. This this is one of the few things where me and Kazuo are on opposite ends here. I like Shinkai. Stuff. He does great background art. Anything else from any, from anybody else? Mm-mm. I can't think of any. I, I was trying to see who directed the new Fully Coolies because <laughs> that's just the series example, though, not the director. He's not. Yeah, yeah he All wasn't right. on it. All right, next mailbag then in that case. Next mailbag comes from Trash Can, <laughs> uh, which is exactly where our podcast ends up. Uh, it says oh, here. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, AAA crew. Uh, so the popular Western show, Supernatural, I guess Western by American. That's what he means. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. Supernatural is not a cowboy show. Uh, it got an <laughs> anime adaptation a while back called Supernatural The Animation with the actors voicing their characters in the show. Uh, I don't know if you guys reviewed it, but I enjoyed it. So my question is, what are your thoughts on Western shows receiving anime adaptations and what Western shows do you think would work well as an anime? It doesn't seem Western to work. Western shows, it would work we well. We get this question a lot. You know, It doesn't seem to work. Man, there's so many that exist, but they're never actually any good. Like, uh, Lady Death had one. All the Marvel stuff. No, what was it? Yeah, and uh, Mass Effect had one. Um, Yeah, they're not great. They suck. I feel like, you know what what show I think would be pretty interesting to watch as an anime? Mm. The fucking Sopranos. (laughs) Yo! (laughs) Nobody would watch it, though. I no, I think people would watch it. No, you could put Sopranos on anything, people would watch that would it. They would watch it because because people in Japan don't watch. I don't mob think shit. I don't think people in Japan. Oh, know but I'm not talking about Japan right now. I'm talking about the Western market. Not true. But, but, people, are, but people in the West, adults don't watch adult cartoons. That's a false. Family Guy. Family Guy is, is a, a huge Family Guy is a silly ass comedy. Where like Peter yeah, Griffin tells Sopranos. fart Peter, Peter Griffin tells fart jokes and does like little flashbacks of like mm-hmm. you know fighting chickens. I don't know. I, I don't know if you have a grip on how like much of a huge cult well. fame, like cult Didn't fame that The Sopranos has. Like, no, like all I, of my friends still talk about The Sopranos. Castle, Castlevania is not a Western pro- property. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's done by Konami, I think. Yes. But the I, anime was. I I I understand very well the fame of of, of The Sopranos. What I'm saying is that, like, if you made The Sopranos into a cartoon and put it in the put it in the West, then people in the West, adults in the West that watch cartoons, are watching South Park and Family Guy and The Simpsons, and they're not watching mobsters sit around a table and you know bust people out of prison or whatever you, whatever you do in the mob. Mm. It's a different I'll, it's a different thing. Yeah, I would only counter that. I don't think we've had that like as an as an experiment yet. So we'd have to see I if can. it would work or not. But, yeah. I think, but I do think a current. I think that current data would like support your claim at I, the moment. I, just I wonder s- if Game of Thrones would be a good anime. It could be yeah. if they did Vinland Saga ish based on the yeah. trailer. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to sure. see something that's horror. I want a Harry Potter anime. Ooh, I would that's love I that. Want. They would love that too, because man, Japan loves Harry Potter. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would love that. I would that. really fucking love that, dude. Yeah, it's called. It's, like, it's called Little Witch Academia. Kind of. But not but oh, yeah, ba- that's true. barely though. Barely, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Only I mean, in Harry, that Harry, Harry Potter's like got six thousand pages of books behind it. Yeah, you can't really you can't really cover that in a short series. That'd be dope. I got nothing else. I got nothing to add. <laughs> uh, next. Oh, so the next one is from Viva La Jady. 
Um, hey guys, I'm back after a short hiatus and currently watching up or catching up on the podcast and anime backlog due to work. Anyways, my question is for Mandy. Have you ever read the manga uh, Puella Magi Kazumi Magica? And personally, I think it's a very interesting twist on the fundamentals set up in the Madoka Magica and was curious to hear your thoughts. Thanks for making my anime addiction worse. Uh, I have actually not read it, but I am very interested in it. Um, so yeah. Sorry, I haven't read it, so I can't really comment on it. But uh, after you mentioned it, I am very interested in reading the it. The one though. manga you haven't read. I know, oh, no, the right. one. The one. All right, guys. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> well, we had a good podcast today. And we made yeah, good we time. Look at that. So if you would like wow, to, uh, once again, you can check us out on our website, aaapodcast.com. Hit us up on our Discord. Hit us up on Facebook. You know, so why are you smiling at me? Every time you say a podcast.com my brain automatically goes or nerdnexus.net which is like a major throwback to the podcast Nerd nexus like literally back when the podcast first started nerd nexus. you guys were available on nerdnexus.net does that even exist well, anymore wild. no i doubt it okay nerd nexus we were we we're gonna finish on time nerdnexus.net <laughs> .net it was? Yeah, yeah. NerdNexus.net does not exist anymore. Oh. Not for that. Well. But, um... <laughs> oh, my God. That's how long I've been listening to this oh stupid Lord. podcast. I remember NerdNexus. I just couldn't remember if that was a website that we owned or if that was someone else. Mitsugi, close the show. <laughs> Please. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>